This is Real Talk with Coach Valerie Malone, your source of empowering ideas and actionable strategies for life, business, and leadership. Join your host, Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker on a journey to unlocking your true potential. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I, I was so excited to meet you. And I'm so excited to have you and this podcast and talk about your niche and what you do and how you help people. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, um, as I said before, this podcast is designed for uh, women all over the world to um, listen to it and take some ideas from experts like yourself and then take that home and apply it and see how it works. Um, so on your own word, tell us, what is there that you do? So I am a weight loss coach. I help women lose weight for the last time and have a no drama relationship with food. That's so amazing. Now, weight loss um, is such a big uh, topic, right? So many people talk about right. weight loss. So many people are in programs that, I mean, there's big companies that are offering a lot of stuff. People are counting their points, watching their calories, going to the keto diet, all these stuff. There's so much stuff around. You do something a little bit unique than everybody else does. And, and that is to actually listen to your body to know what to eat and what not to eat and when to eat. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I will explain the difference between everything that you mentioned and what I offer. So all the programs that tell you what to eat, what not to eat, the quantity, all the boxed meals, all the gyms, etc. They're working at a superficial level at the level of your behavior. So they're fixing your behavior. You know, so it's like when you have headaches and you have to take pills. So at a symptomatic level, see, so every time you have headache, you have to take a pill. One day you forget to take a pill, you have headache back again. So pills or diets work at the level of uh, symptoms. What I'm teaching women is to go deeper and to actually address the root cause of overeating, okay? Because there is a cause why people gain weight. They eat more than their body needs. Correct. And that's what I'm working on. And once we fix this, you know, the root cause, they will never go back to gain weight. Or even if something happens and they go back and they gain a couple of kilos, they will be able to catch themselves and say, hey, what am I doing here? I'm stress eating again. So... They already right. know what to do, how to catch themselves, how not to repeat this pattern, the same mistake, okay? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like almost like you are, you are teaching them mentally to permanently get rid of that habit that causing the weights or causing the... Um, and and this, is a, uh, this is a thing that I really love about your, your uh, training is that some people, okay? I mean, weight loss is 
as based on exterior look, right? And people saying that, okay, I'm, I want to lose weight because I'm fat or I'm, I'm overweight. But in your training, you really educate people. It's not just about that. I mean, we talked about, remember, we, we had a discussion about obesity, diabetes, and all of that. And all of that can cause by eating either like too much or not the right food. Um, so you can be very thin person. You can be not overweight, but yet still have those problems because of overeating. So how how is that work with someone that's, let's just say, Tatiana, I'm, I'm not that big, but I don't feel good. I don't, I'm lacking energy. Uh, my glucose is up all the time. I can't eat a lot of stuff. When I eat, I feel, you know, my abdominal hurts. Is that the same thing that you're training them? So, um, yeah, I want to uh, comment first on uh, motivation that you mentioned that some people do not have much weight to lose, but they still might not be a natural eater because they constantly restrict their meals or they say skip meals as a way of punishing themselves. So that's not healthy, right? And I'm showing them how to have this no drama relationship with food where they only eat when they're physically hungry and only until the first signal of fullness. And if something happens, if they wanna go over and over it, um, what is that that's going on emotionally there? Because food, because weight gain is all about yeah, your emotional state. It's never about the food. It's never about the quality of food. It's, you want to overeat for some reason other than, you know, food itself. Even if you say that it's tasty, but we uh, tend to taste food for the, uh, say, three, four or five bites and then kind of feelings are numb and we continue eating for habit or something. So, um, yeah, uh, any motivation is valid, okay? So people start losing weight for any motivation, but they continue losing weight to become a natural eater, to solve the problem and never to come back. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, you're right, because it's in the level of emotion. And I love that you say that in the level of emotion, because um, some people are, when they get upset, they eat, right? Some people, when they get excited, oh, yeah. they eat. We celebrate, oh, yeah. we celebrate everything with food. Like, you know, all the occasion, everything we celebrate with food. And now to make matter even worse, a lot of time, and including myself, I'm guilty of that, we sit in front of the TV and we watch. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the emotional part of it because you really don't realize what you're eating. You, you don't feel hungry or full. You're just eating because you're in front of the TV. So when you say emotional hunger, um, you, you, this habit is developing your body, that emotional hunger. If somebody have that, what are some things that they can do to first acknowledge that is emotional and second, to actually kind of have, take over control of that? Exactly, exactly. You mentioned two very important things. Awareness and mindfulness are the uh, two fundamental tools that I'm using in my program. So, First, like if you already know that you tend to eat when you sit in front of a TV, that's great awareness. So you already know what to tackle. Mm -hmm. And the second thing that you might want to try doing is not to eat in front of a TV and only eat when you're physically hungry. You know, mm -hmm. like I always tell my clients, let's go back to our childhood when we had food between our adventures 
and not making food our adventure. And you know, in Qatar, where I live right now, food is, an, is a, a huge adventure for us. We have, you know, all sorts of restaurants and that's kind of, um, I don't know, entertainment here. So we do tend to entertain ourselves with food. There's not much to do, not many options. So food and restaurants and brunches and, you know, everything around food um, is an option. And many people, my clients from Qatar complain that this is the case, that we entertain. So what you can do is that, once again, eat when you're hungry, only physically hungry, emotional hunger does not qualify. You, you, you should not do that <laughs> if you want to lose weight. And stop at the first signal of your, um, of your satiety. And that might be a problem in itself because people don't even remember what hunger feels like in their bodies. Yes, 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 so, yes, yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about that. So how, how can we learn how to know we're hungry? Yeah, I mean, what I suggest you can do is skip a meal, get hungry, and like really dive deep and see how it feels like for you. Maybe you will have growling stomach, maybe uh, your mood will change, maybe you, you have this sensation in your stomach, the emptiness or something else, right. so that you get familiar with your hunger, okay. and the next time, and, and then you eat. So okay. just one, skip one meal. The, the problem with skipping a meal and getting hungry can be that we can have really panicky thoughts. Right, right, right. And I just want to give you a little intro about what's going on emotionally in our head okay. so that you are never scared of hunger ever again. Okay. So, yeah, we have very schematically, we have three brains. One, our human brain that uh -huh. is responsible for planning and executive functions, consciousness and so on. Our creative brain also, um, lizard brain, right? That we right, share right, 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 right. all the animals. Uh -huh. And that's re that one is responsible for, uh, for the fight or flight response. Okay. It seeks pleasures, avoids um, pain and so on. So, yeah. And the middle brain is our limbic system. It's our emotional brain. And you can recognize those brains as two voices in your head. One is always screaming, let's go donuts. You see donuts, let's go, let's go eat. Because, you know, in, in the moment when, especially when you're hungry, this one is the creative brain starts shouting in your ears that right. we're going to die and we're going to die young. So it's best to run to the first food you can find. And this brain, uh, can sound like, but oh, we are kind of trying to lose weight here. How about we hold this vision in front of us? So it's like the devil, you know, right, and the angel. Right. So these are the two brains that are constantly talking um, inside your head. And so this brain that is pushing you, that pushing those panicky thoughts into your head is your critter brain. Its mm -hmm. function is to keep you in a cave and keep you safe and um, alive, essentially. But the, the thing is that it's just your programming. We are in the new world with the old programming. We are not in the situation uh, where we starve, right? right? So realistically, we are not in danger. So you don't have to entertain those panicky thoughts 
of your critter brain, right? Right. And I mean, on top of that, we all have enough fat supply to last us until the next meal. So saying that, I want you to not take seriously those thoughts of your critter brain and just, if you, even if you get hungry, nothing bad can happen, really. So once you get hungry, you get to know what hunger feels like in your body, you eat, and then you have to also get to know your satiety signals. That can, can be different for different people. Why we only have to eat until really the first signal is that, and until the first uh, satiety signal is that there's a lag between, uh, you know, how the signal travels between right, your right, stomach right. and your head. <laughs> so by the time you, by, if you do not notice this signal, you might overeat again. That's not what we are trying to do here. Right, Another right. problem can be that. Uh, with uh, registering this first uh, signal is that we're very busy and we eat very fast. I, I don't know about you, but I could eat in like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I literally just had my phone next to me and I right, right. put on the timer and yeah, three minutes. Perfect wow. time. Wow. <laughs> so, the idea to not miss this first um, satiety signal is to extend the time, make it slow. I mean, not slow, slow, but slower right. than right. usual. Than usual. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I love what you said that, let me, let me repeat these three points that I think it was very, very important for people that are listening to understand. The battle in your head between hunger and having to go eat when you're not hungry, you want a food, you're saying, okay, let's go get donut or this, that, that voice comes from when you're restricting, restricting yourself from eating. So don't restrict yourself from eating, but be aware that when you get hungry, that's when you eat. Not anything you want, but just eat. And then while you're eating, like you said, life is so busy and we always wanted to do things, do things, just sit down and enjoy your meal and not to rush it and shove it in your mouth because you wanted to get to the next, next task. And we're all guilty of that, especially in today's society, you know, life is so busy and eating sometimes comes in the way. Either we starve ourselves, you know, we don't eat anything in the morning, anything in lunch. And we, like you said, that sign of gurgling in your stomach, your mood change, you have dizziness, you feel blurry. But we're pushing ourselves, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta get this done. Then you're so hungry and then you sit and relaxing, it's like, okay, I don't care what it is as long as I'm eating. So that's exactly. really done intentionally, like we don't, we don't really pay attention to that. And, and if you do that every day or three times a week or four times a week, and then you end up not only gaining weight, but so much health issue. So you, what you're saying is that be aware of what you're eating Eat only when you're hungry and do not restrict yourself from eating because that battle comes in that, oh, I'm in a diet, I'm counting calories. And, and those things make you even more frustrated that you wanted to eat food. Am I correct? Exactly, exactly. Everything comes uh, with awareness. Okay, yes. Awareness once is the number one thing. You just demystify everything once you pay attention to how you eat and why you eat. So now I'm going to change the subject a little bit um, that... 
I know that your style of teaching your clients how to manage their weights and how to manage their health by not, like you said, just avoiding the food or counting the calories or doing all these diets, but uh, intentionally have the awareness of what is going on with you eating. I, I would even say uh, connecting back to our bodies like kids. Right. They right. bite a cookie and put it, I'm, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> so I want my clients to do exactly the same to connect back to their bodies because we're all disconnected. Right, right. What inspire you to become a weight loss coach? <laughs> my own weight gain. As a chronic diet uh, for probably more than a decade mm. and um yeah so at the beginning of COVID, it was so severe i was cooking baking a cake a day so i was trying to t- tell myself that i'm fine you know but i was stress eating big deal to the point where i had to change clothes uh, uh clothes size right and i didn't want to make this investment instead i invested in hiring a personal trainer and she aggressively pushed me to count calories and you know just like having my husband walking around eating whatever he wants and still being slim was like are are you kidding like he doesn't count anything and he's still slim okay so he does not overeat cakes i understand but there should be something else to that right so i lost i was I, I did my homework. I read all the books and I listened to millions of million of podcasts and I found a missing piece um, in this weight loss um, puzzle. So it was exactly emotional overeating. Was right. With my personal trainer, we were working at a superficial level, at the level of fixing my behavior, at the right. level of restricting myself using um, a calorie counting app. But I just refuse to give up my power to a calorie counting. My body can regulate itself. I mean, my husband's body can. So what's wrong with my body? Correct. So we were not made uh, with a calorie counting app in our hands, right? Right. So our body should be able to do that independently of anything. It's just that we are disconnected. Oh, I love love that. Authority is on the outside. No, I love that. I love that. What you said is so amazing that your body can regulate itself and I'll pretty much speak to you, pretty much speak to you. And I mean, back in the days, um, I know that you're young, but I'm like talking about back, back in this, people didn't have app. People didn't count their calories. People didn't like go to all these crazy diets. You know, it was, it was like, first of all, the time was different, but if anything in this time and age that we have to apply, and I think would be what you just said to your body regulate itself, listening to your body. That's the most important versus doing all the other stuff. Because your husband was eating and you're like, well, he's not counting calories, but I'm counting calories. What the hell is going on? And then the society blame you and say yeah. that, well, you're a woman, you're going through your menopause, your metabolism slower than a man. But not really though. I mean, it is, but not as much as that we think as a woman, you know, to that level of losing weight and gaining weight is so hard for women. Exactly, exactly. It's just that at some point we uh, just stop really checking in with ourselves. Right, right. 
Okay, so now you're a weight loss, so you're a successful weight loss coach and you teach your clients emotionally how to be aware of themselves, what to eat, when to eat. You, they can eat whatever they want as long as they're aware of it and how obviously you have a more detail. I'm gonna gear, uh, switch gear a little bit toward um, do business. So um, yeah. who are your clients? Like, like describe your clients, who comes to you? What, did they, what problem they have when they come to you? Yeah, so my clients are busy women, either work-wise, say, A-type uh, women, or busy moms, usually uh, two and more kids. Okay. So really no time to uh, uh, check in with yourself, with the body, like, how do you feel? Are you okay? Do you breathe in enough oxygen or not? So, yeah. And so these women have already tried everything. They've been on all sorts of diets. They have a dietitian on one hand. They have a personal trainer on another hand. And they still somehow fall through the cracks. And I've already explained to you what's going on, right? Because uh, neither your uh, personal trainer's agenda nor the one of your um, dietitian includes working on the root cause of uh, overeating overeating right yeah. wow so these are sort of clients i work clients with you work they've with. already tried everything yeah so what is the biggest challenge that or obstacle that you had to face when you start your business was this always what you wanted to do or it just kind of you realize it on your own and you learn it and you said to yourself you know what this is something i really have to address and teach women on because it helped me How, is there any obstacle that you had to go through when you start your business um yeah i mean uh first of all um i am an introvert and i don't have that huge of a, you know i don't have a big community around me to spread the word and then i'm an expat woman i'm traveling countries and just people around me so we are in our own you know expat bubble people come and go and travel and so on. you lose connection and stuff and the second one is of course um so i have an experience of a very successful business but that was in events surprisingly mm. And I expected this business to be as successful as the previous one. And that was not, especially yeah. at the very beginning. And it took me a lot of energy, you know, and a lot of uh, mindset work to actually continue working even when things don't go as you plan. Right. I love that. I love that. Because this is, uh, this is so important to mention because a lot of uh, women, especially in the industry that are struggling so much, struggled with overeating, with gaining weight, losing weight, or having even health issues. And now they're coming in and they wanted to be an entrepreneur. They want to start, but uh, they feel like, like you said, that aha moment that they're going to start and they're going to make money, but then like, no, it's okay to to start your business, to learn, to uh, not make it at first, but then you build up later on. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. And that's what I teach my clients, which, which comes to um, business. But um, I just wanted to mention that just because a lot of coaches that are listening, they have to know that we all go through that. Oh, yeah. You know? They're not alone, that we all go through that. And then when they see the successful part of you, they're like, oh my God, well, this person is making money. How can I not? But this person, what they went through, you don't know. Yeah, for sure. You, know, you don't know the yeah. story of that. Okay. So that's that's what I wanted to ask you about um, 
when it comes to your business because I think what you created is amazing. Uh, and when it comes to health, our health is important. And I work with a lot of coaches that are doing things for health. And after the pandemic, um, as you know, people reflect on themselves. And now people are more aware of um, their emotions. Uh, people are aware of their being. People are aware of uh, how did I used to live so robotically and now, you know, slowing down a little bit. So I think what you're doing is amazing because you're teaching them that, okay, you can take that and also apply it in your eating and it can actually help you when it comes to your weight. So um, tell us about your program. How, if somebody wants to work with you, how does that look like? Yeah, so I have a program that is three months long. It's called No Drama Weight Loss. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's it consists of um, weekly videos, uh -huh. obviously planners and PDFs to, you know, keep you on track. Um, and of course, I, uh, so we have a one-on-one -on -one coaching calls on a okay. weekly basis so that I can get my people unstuck in any area that they feel like. And it's not that we are only discussing weight loss. Because mm. you start discussing weight loss and then it grows into something else. Mm. One day we were discussing um, a problem. So one woman, a mother was overwhelmed. So we were discussing that part. Mm. Another day we were discussing, my husband never helps me, mm. you know. Right, and right. On another session, we were discussing a family loss. So um, weight loss is connected and yeah. um, rewinding a little bit back to what she mentioned is that I consider myself um, still a life coach who uses weight loss as a base to up-level people's thinking and they're uh, working on their limiting beliefs and just i'm using weight loss some people use um over drinking or other people use say stress or i don't know all sorts of different bases but in the end we come to working on people's thinking how their thoughts are not their reality uh, and so on Wow. So you pretty much like saying that you're working with their mind. It's a more mindset and not just a typical, you know, like, cause, cause people are by now very, very aware of dieting. Very, very. And as they're yeah. unsuccessful. Yeah. And like I said, in the beginning, there's a multi-million dollar uh, companies that are running. And like you said, like, uh, uh, what is one of them? The biggest one was uh, weight loss. Um, I don't know what, but I just forgot the name, but they're counting calories, right? So there's a multi-million yeah. dollar companies that are like teaching you, but it's on the surface and you go deep yeah. to the problem, like what causes, and like you said, grieve. Um, yeah. My husband is not helping. I'm getting a stress and so of what they, they run to the food. And then yeah. that is, and a stress, obviously, that's amazing. That's amazing that how people can think and you literally change your mind and make them aware of what it is that you're doing. Yeah, exactly. By, Make them by, aware. By, by doing it yourself first and you got the result for yourself first before you do the other one. So yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, do, would you say that that three months when people work with you, um, do they have to, what if, what if somebody says that, can you help me in one month or two months or, or longer than that? Do you have that option? 
Um, unfortunately, I do not, and I don't think it's plausible because um, habits don't wire that fast. You need some time, and you uh, need some work on your mind. Definitely and if have we to only, uh, yeah, and if we only meet four times, it's a little bit not enough for people to really become aware of all their patterns, right? So that's why I offer a three months program. Um, it's accessible, by the way, via my um, website, natyanarmakovacoach.com. And um, I shared the link with you so that that can be in the show notes. Um, they can also, whoever wants to try my tools first, just drive them. Uh, there's a mini course that I offer that's um, a video course, three days. Mm. Um, you can just register and uh, does drive whatever and if you like the tools and the methods and then you're welcome to continue with the program wow okay so, that's so option. okay so the listeners if you're listening she has three days mini course that you can get for free by going to her website and then uh listening to her apply those three days in your life and see how you feel and then you can contact her and then she will you can work with her um a starting team and i love that you said i love you said that like you know you can't change people overnight it doesn't work if anybody promising you that you're going to lose weight in a week or two weeks they're lying because it takes a little bit longer so even three months is like just diagnosing the problem just to getting you to recognize it takes that much but you know like you said sometimes it takes even longer yeah, I mean, uh, so far I managed to uh, bring awareness to all people's um, patterns within these three months. So, so wow. far it was successful. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, it's definitely worth to invest on you if you're overweight, if you're not feeling good, if you're an emotional eater, if you're a stress eater, if you for any reason not aware of your eating, and I'm guilty of that most of the time. Um, and talking to Tatiana actually made me realize it was so funny. We had a conversation the other day and I was eating and you and you words were going through my mind. <laughs> I was saying to myself, okay, slow down. And like what Tatiana says, I, I started literally about um because I move in the new house. I started about two weeks ago i i don't watch for i don't eat front of the tv because i used to and it's so funny because now when i put my plate down i don't finish it okay that's interesting yeah because i'm so aware of it so if you're going through something and if you feel like you are overeating or you feel like food is your comfort place then i highly recommend you to contact her uh, take her mini course uh, give it a try because it's so worth it. I know me having one conversation with you made me aware of a lot of stuff because I'm not a person to count my calories or do this or do that. But um, I tried you a method that you said, um, just skip meal and feel how it feels to be hungry. And then once you recognize that, then you know when to eat and when to stop. So I love that. And I tried it. And one day I was very, very aware of it. So I can't wait to try it more. But I definitely highly recommend to people to join your mini program and then continue with you um, working because you're amazing. And this was such an amazing tips that you're giving to people. Thank you so much for taking time, being here with us and sharing this amazing tips that we can use today. Like, you know, we don't have to do anything. We just have to be aware of our eating. 
Exactly, exactly. Thank you very much for having me, Valerie. If I may comment, just one thing. You mentioned that if women feel like they're overeating or something, they go to my website and register for the free course. I would say even if you feel like food occupies a little bit too much brain space, then maybe it's also a signal to go and try something out. Food should not occupy that much space. Adventures should, you know, life should, aliveness should, but not food. If it takes too much brain space, try it out. Yeah, if it takes too much space, okay. So listeners, if you're thinking about food all the time, <laughs> try to try to use the three days and then see how that will change your life. Forever. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you being here. And um, from bottom of our heart, our listener definitely enjoy this and hopefully we'll try your technique and then see, and we'll bring you back. So, uh, and then we'll have more audience asking their question and hopefully you can answer. Thank you. Thank you, Valerie, for having me. Thank you for inviting. My it's pleasure. my pleasure. You've listened to Real Talk with your host, coach, and speaker, Valerie Malone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also like Valerie's coaching packages and online programs available on her website, ValerieMalone.com. On her blog, you'll also find free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve the quality of your life and business. Take a look at ValerieMalone.com.